greet the dawn when I open my eyes Fresh as a daisy as somebody said How do I do it? I'm early to bed Hello, this is Hilary Seabrook. Welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. I've been listening to I Watch You Sleep, which is a tribute album to Sir Richard Rodney Bennett, who died 10 years ago. And this album is curated and conceived by American conductor, arranger and pianist Scott Dunn, but working with our very own Claire Martin, OBE, jazz vocalist, and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. What you're listening to now is Early to Bed, the beautiful Richard Rodney Bennett and F.R. Underwood song. On this album, Scott has done all of the arrangements. And they're all sung absolutely beautifully by Claire Martin, who is, I think, one of one of those underrated singers who is, we all love her. Those of us in the jazz world love her, but I think she's underrated by the wider, the wider world. I'm looking forward to this conversation with Scott, and I hope you enjoy listening in. Welcome to Harmonious World, Scott Dunn, all the way from the States. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Uh, hello from not-so-sunny California. <laughs> well, it's absolutely glorious here in Hertfordshire at the moment, so uh, thank you for sending it our way. Oh, <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> right, so we are talking about I Watch You Sleep, which is very much dedicated to the uh, the wonderful composer Sir Richard Rodney Bennett who died 10 years ago. Indeed he was uh, a dear personal friend of both Claire's and mine and quite instrumental in both of our careers and development as artists and uh, we were sort of banging around for something we could do to honor the jazz side of our friend Richard. Um, you know he's a, a very complicated musician in that he was a huge classical composer and scored 50 films. And of course, as people in jazz world know, he was also a great jazz song writer, lyricist and performer and collaborator extraordinaire. So, you know, Claire worked with him the last 12 years of his life. And I knew him the last 20 or so years of his life. And uh, he just, uh, was an amazing guy. So we thought we'd honor the jazz aspect of, of his career. Yes. And he's he's one of those people. I mean, obviously he was knighted. So we I, I think we in especially in the music industry, we loved him and and I think his the fact that he was able to tread that line across so many different genres, wasn't he? It was amazing. And I I think Partially because of it, he never got the credit he was a Jew. Because um, I think people have a hard time uh, reckoning that he could be so uh, ec excellent in, in all these areas. You know, people think he, people think people who dabble around are dilettantes or something. But I mean, this he was a combination of 
John Williams, Thomas Adess, and Noel Coward all in one person, which is a little hard to imagine, but he indeed was. And uh, so yeah, pick a famous British composer, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there were touches of Elgar. Exactly. Know, in, in that kind of the folkloric. Style. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And he, he loved British uh, symphonic uh, uh, composers. You know, his mother studied with Holst. And, uh, and, but he was huge, huge fan of Walton and Elgar and Holst and all of them. And he, and he also really loved uh, obscure, the more obscure British composers like Lord Berners and, and people like that. Um, but yeah. yeah, that he's truly, truly a British composer in 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 and out. Absolutely, absolutely. So thank you for being part of bringing him back to kind of public attention. My pleasure. And and you mentioned Claire, so obviously Claire Martin, who is one of the uh, I almost want to say grand dames of of British singing, isn't she? I mean, she's such yeah. an amazing vocalist. And, you and think, well, I'm not yeah. quite that old yet. No, but, yeah. exactly, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but but she's she is one of those. She seems to have she has developed into this very seasoned, and I don't mean old. I mean seasoned exactly. vocalist. She can turn yeah. her hand to just about everything anyway. So Exactly. And and she is such a soulful singer and she is such an um inventive singer. You know, we recorded this album in in two days, the entire album. Wow. And we recorded it all on soundstage. Uh we had little uh, there was no looping, no after dubbing. It was we did the whole thing in two days up uh, in this huge uh, studio in Blackheath, uh, sort of a uh, rejiggered church, you know, it was after the pandemic. And so uh, we had a hard time booking studio. So Jill Graham, our dear friend and producer, found this, this incredible space in Blackheath. And so we were all assembled up there and they, they, the engineers made little padded booths for Claire and uh, the rhythm section at behind the orchestra and they were on stage we recorded everything live in real time quite remarkable but it was uh, it was a, it was a, a challenge for claire in ways because you know she's used to always singing with the with the rim, rhythm section driving her on and i purposely made some of the orchestrations like the title track rather sort of floaty and arrhythmic and it you know it really um major stretch a bit and the, and and the, that is it was just she was just so great about it and my original point about this is every take we took she would bring something new and something better um to each take and it was it was just a remarkable process right so just hold on a second so 16 tracks with an orchestra a rhythm section and a vocalist and you did that all in two days yeah, exactly. And the very you may know that you may have might have noticed that on the very last two tracks I'm playing for Claire. Yeah. And we did those at the very end. I was we were both about ready to collapse and I I was when I listened to them I was just shocked because I thought oh this is going to sound like a piece of schlock because I you know we because we were in the little booth at side they want they wanted me to play with the cans on but I just I can't do that and so be, 
because I need to hear the piano. And so I took the cans off. And so Claire's over beside me in this padded phone booth. I can't really see her and I'm playing and I can't really see her, but and can't really hear her, but it, it, it all worked out somehow. It was quite wonderful. It really did. Um, actually, I, I'm going to start the podcast with Early to Bed, which is just a beautiful song. And Claire does it so oh. wonderfully. And then, but at this point in the podcast, I wanted to play, in any case, it was written in the stars, which is the last track on the album. It's one of those two that you talk about that you played piano on. It was written in the stars. What was written in the stars shall be. It was written in the skies That the heart and not the eyes shall see And so, whether it bring joy Whether it bring woe It shall be done And the reason that I selected that before we even started having this conversation was because it does sound like end of the night in a sort of what used to be smoky jazz clubs, you know, just tinkering away. And it, it's got an ease to it that shows how you and Claire obviously are used to performing together. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I'll, also, I was, you know, I, 
I did a lot of listening to the way Richard himself played these songs, and I was sort of channeling my best Richard Roddy Bennett imitation um, right. when I played them. So you you, you were spot on with uh, <laughs> it struck you. Um, yeah. And there's a funny story about Early to Bed um, that you may or may not know uh, that Richard and Frank Underwood had written it for Blossom Deary, who Richard just thought the world of, but she never sang it. Um, she she took exception to a line in there, something like, I ain't got no money, ain't got no bread, uh, which is in the middle of the refrain. And she was like, I'm not going to sing that. I got plenty of money. So, <laughs> but it, like, yeah. it's, it's a great song. It's it, a great it, song. it really is. And um, it's, it's, it's very much, it's got the style of, um, sophisticated lady which is one of my favorite kind of standards in terms of the both musically and and i think your orchestration is very kind of ellington-esque if you like absolutely but also it's got i mean the 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 lyrics are are just perfect about this kind of i'll do whatever i like which is great i just you know the the lyricist Frank Underwood is in his eighties now or something. And I, I I just saw him last week in New York and he's doing great. It's oh, over yeah. the moon that we did this album because one of our aims was to feature, he and Richard wrote literally hundreds of songs and many of them are really great. And one of our aims was to bring some attention to their collaborations and, and including the ones with Johnny Mandel. So Yeah, right. I, I mean, I, I love this album. Um, tell me how you chose the tracks. So, so some of them are Bennett's own tracks, and some of them are things yeah. that he was kind of influenced by or he enjoyed playing. Exactly. I mean, we wanted to paint a, a, a musical caricature or a portrait of him as as a jazz artist, and so, you know, as I said, we wanted to feature him. Uh, as a jazz lyricist and songwriter. So we included uh, six or eight songs uh, that he had uh, his hand directly in. And then the rest are songs that he really, really loved to play and sing and songs that we um, thought were most characteristic of him. Songs like Not Exactly Paris, I Wonder What Became of Me, Autumn in New York, and also his, you know, uh, his treatment of, of things like it's only a paper moon uh, way down tempo as we do it. That was just he he would take these songs from the 20s and 30s and do them just at the oddest tempos, really slow. And it brings suddenly it's like something else you're hearing. And so all of this is sort of an homage to him. And but basically it's a collection of the songs that either a most characteristic of him or that he loved the most to play and sing. Yeah. Um, it's interesting you said it's only about it's only a paper moon because that was the third track that I was going to play at the end. I'm going to play at the end anyway. And the tempo of that is very, very interesting because we're used to hearing it as a kind of like jaunty little dancey type Like thing. a little flapper tune, you exactly, know? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's not that at all in this version, yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. He used to treat 42nd Street the same way. Uh, and you, um, it, it's quite effective because you can actually hear the music in these songs then. Yeah, yeah. So you arranged them all? Yes, 
how long did that take you? Well, <laughs> funny you should ask. We had this thing called the pandemic. Um, <laughs> the, you know, Richard died in uh, 2013. And for years, Claire and I were sort of banging around what, with what we might do to honor him. I mean, I, we, we did concerts in London and New York and uh, in, the, in the year or two after uh, different things and different memorial concerts. But uh, during the pandemic, I was, Claire and I got to talking and we thought, let's, let's finally really honor him with recording. And so we, we uh, along with Jill Graham, uh, started working on this playlist. This is where we started. And I wrote to Franklin and had him send me a big pile of songs that no one had ever seen. And we looked through those and looked through all kinds of things. And then we uh, came down with this uh, playlist. I had um, in 2016, I think it was uh, four of the Bennett songs I had orchestrated for Claire to sing with the BBC concert orchestra. We did it on a BBC three uh, broadcast. Uh, there was a honoring Richard all day long. And Claire and I had an hour long concert on that. And we had early to bed. I never went away. Let's go and live in the country. And uh, goodbye for now as a starting point. And so then, uh, uh, you know, I just took each song and looked at it and thought, you know, what can we do here? You know, Autumn in New York, we got to do something big. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we needed variety. So, you know, we did some that with Rob Barron's help for just for jazz trio and then some for trio with strings and some with full orchestra and then a couple. So, and also seeking, you know, some variety in tempo. It's tough because a lot of them are ballads and sort of down tempo. So we had to make sure that we had some, a few, at least a few upbeat numbers in the, in this, in the uh, recording. So yeah, that, those were the considerations. Right. It's a beautiful album, but it's also, unusual in a good way which in the selection of songs and, and and like i say about you know it's only paper moon the tempo and the 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 approach of them they're very um there is something quasi classical about it because yeah. you know the orchestration and stuff but but that ellington thing kept coming back into my head all the time you know those great big orchestrations and you yeah. know that's that's what you've done which is just yeah. amazing yeah, I, I certainly appreciate that. And I, I, you know, you also might be interested to know that Richard was the only person I ever actually properly studied orchestration with. Um, I did study orchestration in conservatory with Ludmila Yulela, but I mean, it was really, Richard was really the one who right. sat me down with a piece of paper and said, this is how you do it. And to this day, I hear him yelling at me little tips and do's and don'ts. <laughs> things and so there's uh, you know there there's that uh, thumbprint on all of this as well yeah. um but it, it i for me it was just i just love these songs i love that we can bring uh, attention to some of these lesser known songs like uh, uh, the title track for instance you know was the th love scene from from this movie yanks that Shirley Horn, a few people have recorded it, but it's, the song's gorgeous and not really known. Yeah. And same thing with um, 
you know, uh, some of the other songs, like Not Exactly Paris. I mean, just such a beautiful song, but people don't, you know, it's not in the top 20 songs people know, and they, they should know these songs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they will now. well thank you so much for joining me it's been a real pleasure to talk to you well my pleasure it's uh uh, send us some of your sunshine over here please Thank you for joining me once more for Harmonious World. And as Scott and I were discussing, this is his version of It's Only a Paper Moon, which was written by Harold Arlen, Yip Harburg and Billy Rose. A lavish orchestral arrangement with Claire Martin's vocal. I never feel a thing is real when I'm away from you. So I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Scott and do seek out I Watch You Sleep, which is his album with Claire Martin. And while I've got your attention, please don't forget that you can subscribe. When you're a subscriber, you get additional episodes and you also get a weekly email from me just talking about the things I'm listening to, the people I'm chatting with, what I've got coming up, what I've particularly enjoyed in the in that week so thank you for joining me once more for harmonious world and please do share what you're good at to make this world a little more harmonious it's only a paper moon hanging over a cardboard sea If you believe
Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week. And please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.